0: Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. All right, and we're
1: live. Welcome to uh, Business Houston Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Matt Bertram. I have John Oldfield here, uh, the President, Founder, CEO of uh, Rossi Office Systems and Collaborative Office Furniture. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing
2: fine, Matt, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good. Well, John, just to get started, I know you uh, service the small and medium-sized business market here in Houston and beyond. And, um, you know, if you could maybe share, share with us how, how you got started in the business and you know, what it is your, your business does best.
2: Absolutely, Matt. No, no problem. Well, I grew up here in Houston, Texas, and I went to Rice university. And when I got out of Rice university, I went to work for a friend of mine, um, who was the right hand man of a guy that owned finger furniture company, which was a huge, uh, residential and contract furniture company. And I always knew I wanted to own my own business. So I worked there for about six or seven years. Then I started my first company in 1993. And so that was a remanufacturing company, which remanufactured cubicles for about half the price of new cubicles and sold them to companies that just didn't have the money for brand new office furniture. So we've evolved over the years. And what we do is we target companies that are moving, upgrading or expanding with office furniture and the related services that go with that. So our market ranges from the mid-market, which is a small group of people, maybe five or 10 people that are starting a company and don't wanna spend a ton of money on furniture, all the way up to a 10,000 employee company that really wants to invest in their environment to attract and retain the top level talent in the market. We've got two showrooms. We've got one in Greenway Plaza, uh, which is kind of our high-end showroom really kind of creates a Google look for companies. And then we've also got a showroom in Stafford, which is that showroom for the mid-market, which is smaller companies that really want to purchase furniture on a budget, but also purchase furniture that's consistent, looks good, and will last for 10 or 20 years. So that's who we are, and we're attacking the Houston, Austin, San Antonio, and other markets around the country.
1: That's, that's fantastic. I'm, I'm actually a client.
2: <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, uh, and so years.
1: <laughs> furniture looks great I, I really love it I love your showroom I encourage people to go check it out you know how is
2: you just froze up a little bit on me Matt <laughs>
1: COVID. Can you hear me All right. I lost you there for a second. Hopefully uh, we're back. All right. A little technical issues here. So, um, you know, I I know, I know it could be COVID. I don't know. It's attacking, uh, you know, (laughs) it's attacking attacking everything. Right. Um, But uh, you know, I, I I loved coming into your showroom and and checking out all the different furniture. I mean, I know you do the design consultations. I mean, how, how has kind of that changed? How has, um, that process effective? I, I know even last time I was in your office, there was kind of some plexiglass um, dividers. And I, and I think that there's a lot of businesses out there that are still trying to figure out how to operate uh, in COVID and, and with COVID going on. So
2: There absolutely is. And so we've got a COVID compliant showroom in both of our locations. And what we're doing with tons of companies is we're going in and providing a complimentary COVID proofing of their office. And so we know the CDC guidelines for the office environment like the back of our hand. And so we understand what companies need to do to create a safe environment for their employees. And so we have plexiglass, we have dividers, we have uh, floor to ceiling, glass demountable walls. So we've got all the different examples of what companies need to do in their own office to reset their work environment we've seen one of the number one things that people are worrying about when they come back to work is safety. And so as a business owner thinks about that, what they've got to do is they've got to create a COVID compliant, safe environment, which will have people come in, they'll be able to relax and they'll be able to be productive again. So we're offering those if any BBB members are looking for that, we're doing a complimentary COVID analysis of their office environment. And we'll make recommendations uh, to them based on the CDC guidelines so they can be, um, you know, in in the right protocol, if you will, for when they bring employees back.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I remember you also started Virus Assassins, which which is a, a cleaning component uh, for those offices, because I, I know uh, when my staff was coming back, um, that that was one of the biggest concerns is, um, you know, is, is this safe? Is this is, is this uh, um, where I can be relaxed and work. And like, is it somewhat normal and, you know, wearing masks? And th- there's a lot of uh, considerations that happen and, you know, having an office cleaned, uh, making sure. I mean, tell, tell me a little bit about that. Like the, the chemicals you use, how they clean COVID, you know, like um, I think there's some real interesting uh, stuff.
2: Yeah. The, the early research that was coming out of China and then out of the United States as well, is, is coronavirus could live on glass and plastic laminate and stainless steel for up to 72 hours waiting for a host to come in contact with it which then someone puts their hands in their face then all of a sudden they're now exposed to the virus so what we did is we purchased some electrostatic equipment uh, which sprays an epa approved chemical that actually kills the coronavirus germ in commercial Healthcare and education environments, so it's really cool. We go in there and we can we can treat an area in about 15 to 30 minutes, and after an hour, that place is disinfected, sanitized, and deodorized, and actually safe. Um, we're getting tons of calls from clients that have had a, that have had a COVID event in their office, um, and then we spring into action. Our actual virus assassins show up in these white suits and then they clean these environments and so it really creates a sense of of, of a of a really a calmness in the environment because people are pretty freaked out when someone's been in there that's had covid and so we go in there and we cleanse the environment everybody totally relaxes it smells completely pristine clean when we're done and it's also disinfected and sanitized and so it's been a really cool um business that we've pivoted to in this time uh we're doing we're working with a lot of building managers as well where we're spraying a lot of common areas bathrooms elevator lobbies elevator buttons um, to create these spaces where people feel comfortable when they come back a lot of companies are going to be coming back in january many 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 more in april and so this is only going to grow as people come back to work also We all know there are some anti-vaxxers out there that are not going to take the vaccine and that's going to create some issues inside of offices. So what these people should be doing is they should be bringing in this deep cleaning service that's electrostatically applied that really takes that environment and cleans it out. We've all seen the commercials uh, for Southwest Airlines, United Airlines, and we've seen countries all over the world with guys walking, spraying these electrostatic spray guns um and they're using that because the technology is is basically the most productive way to get, a, to get a full cleanse of an environment so we've got the technology we've got the the assassins to do the work um so if anybody needs that service uh, give us a holler
1: yeah john tell me a little bit about we were talking in the pre-interview about kind of um the sh- shift in the market right so there's there's you, you know people are starting to move back into the office and so you know, tell me a little bit about the companies you're working with and, and the mindset, um, that small and medium sized businesses has as they're expanding. Cause actually we got moved out of our location by a a, a company expanding and taking over the whole floor and we had to get relocated. Right. So there's, there's really a lot of an expansion happening. Um, but also, there's also a lot of people that are working from home and, and you do offer like, uh, uh, home office furniture too. So can you talk about some of the trends in the industry? And if someone's on the fence of like, Hey, do I want to go fully virtual or do, you know, or, or I need to expand because my business is still doing well and I need to grow, like, what are some of those considerations? Like, what are you seeing if someone's trying to make that decision?
2: Absolutely. So what we're seeing, there's going to be about a 20 to 25% work from home component going forward. Many times that's not a full-time work from home component, but There'll be companies bringing employees in while others are at home and then switching it back and forth to create less density inside the office environment. But many companies have also figured out, hey, I can be just as productive at home as I am at work in an office. And so that's going to create some uh, creative destruction, if you will, within the real estate market. But we also see many companies actually like our company, which is a highly collaborative company, where ideas are are created between two people and then a meeting happens and then all of a sudden we have an initiative that we're laying out to our clients that's really difficult to create that synergy in a work from home environment so we've seen some productivity loss in highly collaborative type situations Uh, for us we have a full design staff that works with our clients that create these really super cool 2d and 3d drawings and it's really difficult which is, that's a very highly collaborative process. It's very difficult to, to execute that when everybody is sitting at home. And so the trends are 20 to 25% work from home component going forward. But we see a ton of companies that want to get back into the office. Yeah. Companies that are coming back though, if they have a lot of, um, furniture where everybody is sitting really close to each other without any barriers, they're getting rid of that furniture. Or they're putting really tall screens in between everybody because going forward this virus is not going to go away it's still going to be part of our world and we've got to protect our employees and so there's a ton of change going on there Um, that's kind of our covid compliant type analysis that we're doing Um, so we've got that work from home component we've got the office environment that's going to change it's actually going to very much de-densify is what's going to happen uh, because this is an aerosol-based virus, actually six feet apart sometimes is not enough. Wow. And so we're creating these different environments where, where we can really separate people out, people feel productive, they feel safe, and everybody can get back to work.
1: That That's interesting, John. So like I just thought about it. If people are having to be more spread out, right, and 25% of people are working from home, you can still utilize the same amount of office space. It's Correct. just going to have to be... Um, laid out in a, in a different capacity. so so right. uh, that that that's interesting. So you know one of the things that I've also seen is like people are kind of shifting um how they're uh, doing marketing, how they're positioning themselves. You've talked about uh, some of the different things that you're doing. I mean, being an accredited Bbb member, um how do you feel that that's kind of helped your business, and why do you think that that's important?
2: It's extremely important to us. So, We're we're very fortunate that about 10 years, 10 years ago, we really leaned hard into the digital space when it came to marketing. We shifted all of our traditional marketing spend to digital spend. Um, We really worked hard creating an amazing amount of blog information online. Um, And so think about it. If I'm an uh, an accredited member of the BBB, I've already got the stamp of approval, if you will, um, as a solid organization based on reviews and things that we've done to become accredited with the bbb so when someone is online looking for a furniture vendor they find us they see our bbb accredited status that automatically gives us power and influence over someone that's not accredited and so if you combine this digital presence online which we really really focus on plus this bbb accreditation that together creates a lot more separation from us and our competitors so it's really, really helped us. Um, what we see is a future trend. Uh, think about it. If you're a outside salesperson and you typically walk up and knock on a door and want to walk in, it's not going to happen for the next year or two years. Yeah. How offices are being designed, there's literally a barrier between the front door and all the employees. So you have to have a strong digital presence to be able to, to get through this pandemic and then grow after the pandemic when your competition does not have a strong digital presence. So for us we look at BBB accreditation as just adding steroids to our online presence so when someone finds us then they see that BBB accreditation we're way ahead of the game at that point. So that's that's our focus moving forward.
1: No, I I I can uh, totally see that. I think that, you know, what we've seen too is a, a shift of people um, maybe had a strong sales force um, and maybe door to door, right? direct sales. and and they've had to shift that to to maybe take um, maybe your lowest performing salesperson and converting that into digital spend and into mm-hmm. video.' watching a lot of like virtual showrooms and and mm-hmm. things of that nature happening. Um, let me ask you, what would be like um, the best business advice um, that that you could share with other uh, small and medium medium sized business owners? In kind of today's climate, uh, that that has helped you succeed.
2: It's a great question, and it's I really uh, I think this is a really good idea for small and mid-sized companies. We um, we had really a hard time going and making presentations to clients. Uh, they'd want us to email them the presentation or set up a Zoom call, and sometimes Zoom calls are no one can get together all at the same time. So we have started doing Loom calls. If you don't know what Loom is, go online and check it out. I actually learned about Loom from my daughter uh, who works for JLL. And so now all the proposals that go out of our company are done on a platform called Loom. And what Loom is, is you create this really cool presentation, but there's an audio feed within the presentation that can be opened through email. And instead of someone just reading a proposal, literally our sales consultant is walking that person, step by step through the proposal, it creates a much more emotional connection to our proposal and our solution. And it's really, really helped us close a lot more business. So my advice would be go set up a Loom account. It's 10 bucks a month. It's super cheap, Um, but it takes your proposal from this drab email with an attachment to kind of a live event with a person walking you through it. And I think that's a huge separator for people.
1: No, I, I actually love Loom. We we use Loom. Um, you know, the Chrome extension is super easy. You can just click mm-hmm. on it and uh, start recording. Um, I, I I think that that's a, a fantastic uh, business tip for all the small and medium-sized business owners out there. Um, John, is there is, is there anything that we missed as we're wrapping up? How do people get in contact with you? Is there anything else that you would uh, like to share uh, with the audience that you feel that we might have missed in uh, this interview today?
2: yeah, what what I would say to people out there is everybody's nervous right now. And people are, there's a lot of anxiety about bringing employees back or a lot of employees are anxious about coming back to work. If you really want to get your hands around that and need an expert to really come in and really create an environment that's COVID compliant, give us a call. Um, go to our website, www.collaborative.com dashinteriors.com or www.rossiinc.com um, or give and submit a form or give us a call from there. We'll set up a time to come walk through your office. It's really a time where we all need to come together um, and kind of get through this next three or four months when these vaccinations roll out. We all know the economy needs to get going again. And to get the economy going again, people need to come to the office and work. There's so many industries that are being damaged by this. And so hopefully once everyone's vaccinated, we can get through this. But if you're really worried about your office environment, or if you have a bunch of furniture that's wide open and you want to put cubicles in there, we have tons of companies currently right now that are replacing these open benching environments with really cool cubicles with glass on top of them that look really modern and progressive. And so if you need that, give us a holler. We'd love to help you.
1: Fantastic. Well, John, you've been a great guest. Thank you so much for being on Business Houston Podcast.
2: I appreciate it. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local, small and medium sized business. Interviewing those successful business owners in Houston, and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.